So with Adopt Project, uh, we work with organisations to help them find out what they need and support them with technology solutions, always with technology as an enabler, not the end solution. Uh, my name is Kat, uh, my background is in international development and progressively over the last few years I've been working in the tech space, which is where I met Annie. Yeah, so my name's Annie and my background is predominantly in, uh, in the kind of commercial tech space, I guess, for 20 years or so, which makes me age I'm going to have to try and make that sound less um, <laughs> but you know from for many years and I guess more recently really wanting to kind of shift my focus onto kind of more what I would call meaningful work which has a kind of real impact so hence the the kind of involvement with the dot project and so the purpose of these podcasts are really to we, we meet so many inspiring people through our day-to-day work um, particularly a lot of women doing amazing work within technology but also um, you know leading social enterprises and non-profits and also in the commercial sector as well and we just think that every time we have a conversation with someone there's always something that you learn and an interesting story and so our podcast is really around sharing those stories and understanding what motivates people and why they do what they do enjoy Hi, this is Kat and Annie at uh, the ict for d conference in Lusaka, Zambia. Um, we're here with Claire, who we decided to reach out to because of your profile in particular, mm-hmm. um, to learn a bit more about what you're doing. So we'd love it if you could introduce yourself uh, and what you do in ict for d Okay. Hello, this is Claire. Um, nice to meet you, Kat mm-hmm. and Annie. My name is Claire Sempewa, so already those are quite long names. <laughs> I, <laughs> I would like to call myself an independent um, worker, though, though people would like to say consultant. I work with myself, with my computer. I do ICT for development, especially in the area of mobile technology. I, I like to reach out for, to people, with margin, people who are marginalized, so that we can create social change using the mobile phone. I have worked with a number of organizations as an independent consultant. I've done mobile for health, mobile for education, and finally I've done mobile with um, disaster stroke risk management solutions. I've also done a bit of M&E, but not with mobile technology, but with different companies. So I can say that I have worked independently since 2009 up to today. And you're working across Uganda, is that right? Yes, I work across okay. Uganda. And what inspired you to be independent and to do what you're doing within technology? Okay, the first reason why I became independent is because I became a mother. So (laughs) so I I wanted to balance my work with bringing up my children. That was the first thing. But then secondly, as I was, my background is in IT. I used to code um, and then I used to train people. But then I realized that if we don't put these skills into we don't use ICT to develop the world, then it all goes to waste. So the first person that I met um, was called was working with IICD. I think IICD is no longer there. It was the International Institute of Communication and Development, where I worked with them as a young lady and would go up country to talk to schools and see how we can help them with the technology to be able to bridge the gap and um, we used to go with, um, with boxes that didn't need um, the main grid and we used to train computer for them. So that made me think that I can actually go into the area of uh, ICT for development into other areas. Yeah, so that's, that's the first thing, yeah, that, that, inspired, that motivated me. Then um, 
with women, I also realized that um, we have so many women that don't have access to information, especially yeah. maternal health. So then the next project that I did was maternal health with women, and I w would go train the women on how to use mobile phones and keep sending them messages on simple message that today you need to go and visit the doctor. Mm -hmm. So that was uh, the, the, what is it called when you go to the, when you visit the doctor regularly, when you're pregnant. Uh, and prepare. Uh, yeah, the prenatal visits. We realize that women don't remember that somebody yeah. can go through the nine months without going to for prenatal visits. And it was just a simple message on the phone. Today is your day to visit. Have you visited the doctor yet? How many times have you visit, visited the doctor during your pregnancy? So this would go on for the whole nine months, and then we'll track the woman until she gives birth. Great. And then would also send messages to remind them on taking the babies for immunization. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So that was also something that was very that I really loved doing with those women. So as I go on, every project is different. But so, relatively simple, mm, simple intervention of yeah, technology. Very it's simple, not, using uh, yeah. the phone. Yeah. Using the phone, but what you need to understand as you do this is that there are already processes that those people have. So mm -hmm. learn from them and just use those, let the, let the mobile phone be a tool, not yeah, a solution. Exactly. Let it be a tool for them to be able to use and make their lives easier. Because they already have their systems. So if you go to them and tell them this is a solution to your problem, then you are not helping them. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. Mm. Um, so we're really interested, particularly because you are a woman mm. uh, in technology and mm. obviously in Uganda as well. Mm. So interested to hear from you what you think your greatest achievement is mm. as a woman. Okay. Um, as a woman, um, my greatest achievement has been that I have been able to, you know, first and foremost, women are, are, are considered to be just housewives, people just people who stay at home and look after children, but I've managed to juggle my work yeah. and my children. I go up country, I, there's a time that I did 23 districts of Uganda in a month. Wow, yes. that's amazing. Yeah, so I, I, I balance, and for me that is a great achievement, and I caused... This, the, I, I left a lot of impact there because even up to now, I get messages from people that I visited and they're wondering where am I, are you seeing our messages in the system and yet <laughs> I have moved away from that project. So for me, that is good. To see that people are actually using mm -hmm. the tool is Still a great achievement. It, yeah, yes. Yeah. And so talking about, I guess, your greatest achievement as mm -hmm. a woman, mm -hmm. can you think of a female that has inspired you most in your life? It could be a friend, it could be somebody you've worked with. Okay. Is there somebody that you think maybe really inspired you to take your own path? Okay. Um, the, I, all women in my family have a strong, they are strong in whatever they do. They are very passionate in their work. And I have my aunties that are very passionate about girl education. And, and seeing that women succeed in life. So when, when I look up to them, recently one of them earned a presidential award for her involvement with women and women and girls' education. And for me, I look at her and I think, why, why can't I yeah. do the same? Yeah. yeah so, but but the, the love for ICT was from my father. My father was a, an IT person and unfortunately passed away while I was young. But I used to be very fascinated with the work that like, he used to use punch cards mm -hmm, those yeah. days so he was a programmer so for me I, I then I, I made a mental decision that I shall did follow did he do you think that he consciously encouraged you yeah he did because he used to call me around okay. to see what he's doing 
he did not tell me that no this is too difficult whatever whenever he would do his work I would be around. Whenever he would go to work, there are days I would go with him to the computer room where they had these huge computers, the mainframes. Mm, yeah. But then he yeah, would enter there and then show mm-hmm. me this is the kind of work that I do. So he didn't, he didn't create a barrier to tell me that yeah. this is man's work or this is a woman's work. So okay. for me then I followed and I knew that that is where I want to go. Yeah. So mm. you have three daughters? Yes. Okay, so how do you think that you are actively encouraging them also that the route of technology or science or engineering is also an option for them? Number one, I really tell them what I do. Every time I move, I move out, I tell them this is what mommy does, this is, how we, this is the change that we want to create. But also, one of my daughters kept telling me, mommy, science is hard, mathematics is difficult, but we work together at home. While we're doing homework, I tell her, you see, if you have the concepts right, then you have a solution. Okay, so, great. Yeah. Yeah. Do you share the impact that you have as well. You were talking earlier about you still get messages from mm. people on projects that mm. you've worked before. Mm. Do you share those stories with them as well? Yes, I do. Yeah, when I go to talk to them, yeah, yeah, yeah mm. I do. I do. I do share stories with them. Mm. Yeah. And so, looking ahead, mm. what is your ambition over the next five years? Uh, for now, what I want to do is um, I want to continue with the work that I am doing in the different fields. I feel like I need to go to, to go more into education okay. because I've done, I've done uh, humanitarian response, I've done health, and it has succeeded. So I kind of feel like if I have projects that are helping to bridge the education gap, that would really be a good thing yeah. at this moment. But yeah, reaching out to... I, I, I'm very passionate about re- taking technology to sure. the disadvantaged yes so maybe just to finish off you could share but share with us how you came to be at this conference because Mm. uh, it's very obvious to we've all chatted it's Mm. very obvious that there are not enough representation Mm. from uh, from Uganda Mm. actually from Zambia Mm. itself there's Mm. very few people here and so tell us your how you came to be here okay Um, I usually receive because I I have been involved with e-learning Africa I presented the e-learning Africa, that was 2007. So we keep getting all these calls for speakers in the email. Okay. So one time I'm lying on my bed, <laughs> lazy afternoon, I get the call for speakers and the deadline was tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, but I don't have time. Let me apply using my phone. So they're asking for a brief profile about me. I wrote it. I applied, and then they were asking for, if you, if you need a scholarship, please apply. I applied, and I sent. Okay. And then at the time they responded, I was, not, I was so surprised that they actually said, we are pleased to inform you that you have been selected, and you have been awarded a scholarship by CRS. And the scholarship covered? It covered my air ticket and my accommodation. Okay. Yeah, and all the meals here at the, at the, at the conference. Did, are there... Presumably there are other people like yourself that have got a scholarship to come here. Mm. Was there any bringing together of those of you that had come here on the scholarships? No, they didn't. They didn't bring us together. But today I was called by one of the sponsors and, oh, Claire, I've been looking for you. I've been told <laughs> On day you, two. Yes. <laughs> I've been told that you had the best presentation yesterday. Oh. And we missed you it, missed which it. we are yeah. so sad yeah. about. Yeah, so, uh, so but I, you, I but felt you leave, so good about that. Yeah, yeah mm. of course. But you leave tonight, so yeah. I think you weren't able to stay for the last... No, I'm not able day. to because the scholarship just covered until yeah. I needed to check out tomorrow. Yeah. Which but I think I is... Grateful, a, yeah. It's great, mm. but I think it's also a shame because mm. you're... 
not able to see the conference through mm. to the kind of wrap-up discussions. Yeah, yeah. But we're, it's just amazing to meet you and actually we hoping that we get to work together at some point and learn as well and see what you're doing. I hope so too. But what I'll miss most is your presentation tomorrow <laughs> and then there's a presentation by the mentorship program yeah. that I have signed up for and okay. I believe mm. that because I talked to them and told them even if I'm not able to be in your presentation, please, I want yeah. to be a mentor and support the girls in Zambia. Yeah. And yes. that's clearly what you've done already yes. and what you're doing, not yes. only to your family. Yes but in Uganda in as Uganda well, as so well yeah. you're very inspiring and we're very honoured to have met you thank you as well thank you um, very much so yeah we're going to say goodbye yeah. goodbye see <laughs> you in Uganda I will <laughs> <laughs> yeah alright so you. um, you're welcome Okay, this is Annie and Kat, and reflecting on our conversation with Claire during our time in Lusaka and at the ICT for D conference, which Claire was really amazing. There was something about her um, personality as well, wasn't yeah. there? That was just so vibrant and very she warm, vibrant and and very just really intelligent as well. You can see that kind of in her eyes. What did you think of the conversation? I thought it was so interesting how much it reminded me of, I suppose, our journeys as well, in particular your journey. I think there was a lot that came through around her passion about her children and kind of telling her children what she's doing, which I know you do a lot, and also the inspiration from her father kind of just made me realise that actually there's, a lot of shared journeys and shared stories doesn't matter where you are yeah um I thought that was quite inspiring and for her to be so open as well yeah and also particularly her what she classes as as her greatest achievement is having achieved this balance of being able to be a mother but still be able to work and be very empowered through her work as well yeah um and I thought one of the things the reflections I guess that I've been thinking a bit from listening to her is the the really strong the importance of this kind of influence that comes particularly through role models and actually she talks a lot about her aunties and how you know there are people that have to kind of almost at some point someone's a pioneer yes somewhere yeah yeah <laughs> but then what influence and impact that they can have on on the kind of future generations and how she is very clearly being that now to her daughters as well yeah her father was kind of a also very important as a kind of mentor but also these kind of strong women and I think particularly when you're talking about these kind of subjects like tech and engineering and maths mm. kind of subjects where you've got somebody that's been before yes you know. yeah and and is supporting you through that journey um which I think is something we don't talk about enough actually in terms mm. of some of that influence isn't necessarily somebody that's doing the same job as you or that really knows what you're doing day to day. It couldn't be somebody that is just passionate about supporting you as a person. Yeah. Um, what did you think about the way that she explained technology as a tool? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, that's kind of, I guess what we all see is quite obvious, but she was very strong on her kind of simple interventions. And I think particularly in the context of we're talking about remote communities in Uganda and all across Uganda and actually how... You're, it's not about changing necessarily existing ways of working and existing processes. It's mm-hmm. actually how can technology become an enabler within that process. Yeah, it's not. I think we quite often talk about 
Well, people think about technology, even the word, it's like, oh, that's something different, that's something new, that's something mm. innovative. It doesn't have to be innovation. It can just be an innovation of the way in which you're doing some of the work you're doing. Yeah, and really putting those people at the centre. I think she explained that without even having to say the words, just, you know, people have their own way of working and their own way of communicating and using technology in the best way is doing that by supporting what they already do rather than giving them a new shiny solution that yeah because she was just talking about mobile phones wasn't she and that kind of messaging because you've experienced that as well haven't you those kind of projects yeah so it made me think of what we were doing in Nigeria and actually the biggest impact being particularly in the north of Nigeria around mobile messaging around actually doing that in a way that is not intrusive and that fits within the culture particularly within that country where some women don't have phones and I think what she was saying around access to information is is really key because it's about understanding how that information flows so in Nigeria for example there was a lot of circumstances where actually those messages had to be passed to men and it was still around the same topic of maternal health but actually the person who's going to receive that information first could potentially have been a man Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of thought that went into that information flow and how people are accessing information and often you couldn't just rely on the mobile element there was a lot of people going into communities gathering groups of women together and they were often trusted people so there's still that face-to-face element but still around the same challenge I suppose which was getting women to present themselves at health facilities before they even were giving birth so they could recognize challenges through their Mm -hmm. pregnancies. So I think you can see even with the conversation that we've had with Claire and your own reflections as well that actually it's so important to kind of reach outside our sectors and our and our countries and our kind of the peer group that we already know because actually through that just connection with Claire there was a lot of crossover uh, in a good way of actually experiences challenges kind of opportunities and I think we we both came away we, we've since had quite a bit of contact uh, with Claire and looking at kind of her experience and whether there's some kind of opportunities to collaborate but you know meeting people like that are always I think yeah. why we do what we do exactly. as well. Exactly, eye-opening. Yeah, totally. Yeah, and inspiring, really inspiring. Yeah. And so, yeah, it was great to meet um, Claire and we'll hopefully have um, a couple of other interesting conversations coming up. Definitely. All right. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>